0: It is Thursday, the 21st, Christmas, right around the corner. So many people have uh, either a half day tomorrow, probably a halfway day, if you are working, if you're lucky anyway. I know some of you, some of you give 100% every day. Those of you who listen to this show know that I do not fall in that category. It's good to be with you. Dan is here. This is our uh, our final show for 2023, of course, uh, this show will still be on the air, I, I guess. I don't know. Something will be on while I'm gone. John Hines is in tomorrow. Yeah, not John's the wild, tomorrow. not the wild coach. John Hines, no different John Hines from the insurance commercial. Our John, Hines. he's the Blue Cross Blue Shield. it would be guy. interesting
2: if we had the Wilds John Hines hosting here and our John Hines coaching the Wild for a long <laughs> day. That'd be fun.
0: Our John Hines would be very qualified to like interview a local author, but I don't think you want him coaching the Wild. I'd pay to see it. I mean, it's hard to know. Don't you watch hockey sometimes, though, and think, honestly, what is the coach doing during the
2: Just game? These some guys, guys the are shoulder. like, you're
0: in, you're out. Like, come on. It's sort of autopilot, right? Just saying. Hockey guys are lighting up the text yeah, line right not now not telling me what a buffoon down. I am. It's fine. You know what I do know more about, though? It's the restaurant scene. It is time for Russia Eats. And DeRush Eats is brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board and our friends at Liquor Boy in St. Louis Park. I suspect they are going to be busy over the next couple of days, so check them out as well. Our guest is the executive chef at the Four Seasons Hotel in downtown Minneapolis. His name is Martine Morelli. Martine, it's so good to have you here. Thank you. You have uh, been at the Four Seasons in Minneapolis since, uh, since it opened. Yep. Uh, you are from Uruguay originally, I am, yes. yes, originally. And Ontario. so so you're you're from Montevideo? Yep. You've lived around the world, right? Uh
3: yeah, I I I lived uh, I started in Uruguay, um I moved uh to Costa Rica and then California and then here.
0: All significantly warmer areas than us, I guess. Yeah. How are you, like does your wife hate you? For taking her from California, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, for that. <laughs> Other reasons, perhaps. Other reasons, perhaps. Uh, the Four Seasons in downtown Minneapolis is a stunner. Absolutely beautiful hotel. It is, and you have incredible restaurants in there as well. When you're, you know, when the big Four Seasons, I don't know, Captain Four Seasons says, "Martine, we're calling you up. We need you in Minneapolis." What? What? What's your? What do you say to that? Uh, I mean, uh, well, uh, the GM who is here, who opened the hotel
3: uh, Florian, uh, we worked together in uh, in Palo Alto for ah, a few years. So Florian wanted you. He he called yes, and uh, and I was pleased because uh, it's it's such a cool hotel and such a beautiful project.
0: Did so, you get to help as far as have any input on the the way the kitchens are laid out? Because it is a very interesting layout that you guys have. It there.
3: is. It is. Um, no, I I joined the pre-opening team. Uh, but all that was already defined. Yeah. yeah, so we 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 just
0: put the pieces together in in a way. And e- explain how it all works because people uh, may know that uh, Gavin Kaysen, who's the chef from Spoon and Stable, he uh, runs the restaurant Mara. Yes, but you are the executive chef for the hotel. So how do what what do you do? You work with Gavin at all on yes, Mara? Yes, we do. Yes.
3: We do. So it's we, a team. It's a it's a great partnership. Yeah, we. Uh, we 're very lucky to be able to to work with Gavin um, so Gavin and uh, and uh, brought up part of his team uh, um, We have very talented chefs that come uh, from him and um, and we team up to put together Mara, uh, which is a beautiful restaurant um, so it's, it's, it's a great, great partnership. And, and yeah, for us, it's an honor to have them in the Four Seasons. It's sure.
0: The space is beautiful. The food yep. is beautiful, too. And I wonder, and maybe you can talk to this, because when people hear the Four Seasons, you think, I can't afford to go eat there. Uh, but I've been impressed at how there really are experiences, especially like on your uh, rooftop bar, that are very accessible and to me, almost shockingly accessible considering the hotel.
3: We, we, want, to, we want to be part of the city scene. So we don't, we don't, we, we, we try to have something for everybody. If you want to spend a lot of money, for sure we get yeah, can Yeah, please that. come, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but we also have, no, we, we do have, we try to have uh, things for everybody. We have, um, we have a coffee shop. We have the restaurant. We have lunch. We do the uh, the pre fee menu. Every lunch is a thirty two dollar menu, which you can have two courses for lunch every day of the week. Um, and then we have the um, the summer. We uh, the restaurant we do at the summer too. We try to be um,
0: uh, in in a middle range too, right? We try to be able to yeah. welcome everybody. Yeah, Martin Morelli is the executive chef of the Four Seasons Minneapolis. He's our guest on uh, De Russia Eats. Right now you have this Nordic village, yes, which uh, I had the opportunity uh, to go up to Riva Terrace. that's the name of the, the kind of rooftop. Yep, yep. fourth floor, is it? Fourth floor? yes. Beautiful view of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you develop kind of what well, first describe what that experience is like for folks. So it's uh, we have these eight cabins, uh, two of
3: them are uh, larger cabins, six, six people. Uh, then we have the other ones uh, the other cabins uh, sit up to four. And that the heated, they're beautiful um uh decor inside. And then uh we, we serve like a Nordic experience. Uh uh we um it starts with uh with a platter where you have gravlax and um uh, uh cured uh, um, cured salmon. Salmon and yeah, and then crackers and you kind of start your dinner with uh sharing with the, the, the people in your potty. Then um we have an onion soup that comes on the second course. And uh, and a cheese fondue, it kind of all all Which is together. It's so
0: fun. You have your group in the cabin. Yep. It's uh, very warm. It even is Even when nice. it's cold yep. outside, but it's got a very like rustic, yep. uh, Nordic kind yep. of feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yep. it
3: has. It has. That's that's uh, the inspiration behind it. And then uh, then you select your main course. So that we have uh, we have a salmon with clams, and we have a braised short rib. We also do a, be- a root vegetables stew. And then you select your main course. Uh, you have your 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 main course, and then everybody gets together for dessert. That we do um, s'mores. Uh, so you kind of roast your old marshmallows. Little out there. little fire right yeah, in there, yeah. and yeah, um, we
0: brought my my wife and I went, and we brought my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, and it was so adorable. And the food was great. Uh, to a certain degree, you think like doesn't hugely matter how good the food is because the vibe is so fantastic. Is, yeah. But the food is really nice. Thank you. Uh, what's interesting is people love this so much. You guys tried this first last year, right? Yeah, we did.
3: We started with uh, five cabins last year, uh, only open uh, over the weekends, uh, and we sold out immediately. Um, so this year we had more cabins, we have more room, um, and we opened all the way through Wednesday. So we are Wednesday through Sundays. Uh, we had two seatings at 5 p.m. and at 8 p.m.
0: We still have some spots here and there in January. Um I know. I'm looking at the site on TAC, which yeah. is one of the reservations. So on
3: January 1st we at noon, we release February. So we release one month in advance. So Got January it. 1st at noon, we're going to release the, the reservations for February. We, we do have a wait list. We, we call people.
0: Because um, some people cancel, right? Uh, it's, not not that hmm? it's not that common. It's um, not that common. Because people are bringing—who are they bringing? Are they bringing, like—is it friends, f- friends. Friends. Friends.
3: And then on the holidays— like we, we did for Thanksgiving, there's all families. We did three turns. On th- uh, we did uh, one more seating for uh, for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. mostly you see friends coming in together and things like that. It's just you, you, you can see through the windows how, how much fun these people have inside. Yeah.
0: Any uh, shenanigans going on in those cabins?
3: Uh, just great time.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. You're a hotel chef. There's no doubt you've encountered shenanigans in your career. Uh, I mean, in the kitchen all day. Okay. Martin Morelli, such a liar. you should see the grin on you should see the grin on his face. He's got the sexy voice, that Spanish accent. It's trouble, trouble. This guy's pure trouble, I can tell. All right, let's take a break. I want to talk a little bit about what is it like uh, cooking at the four seasons, what your vision is for what this uh, hotel and restaurant will be going forward. And I think people are gonna be curious about what your very first job was in uh, your first uh, restaurant kitchen, first yep. hotel. So we'll talk about that as we continue. De Russia Eats, it's 419 on this December 21st. Liquor Boy and the Minnesota Pork Board bringing us Martin Morelli from the Four Seasons next on CCO. He hasn't experienced a really snowy Minnesota winter yet, have you, Martin Morelli? I, I did. Well, you were yeah, here last year. That's, yeah, yeah, it was, that's it, right. It was good. When did the, when did the Four Seasons open? Uh, we opened in June... Uh... 2022 nice do they ever let you stay there i, I haven't but yes yeah they let me <laughs> they, they would s- let you if your, would let me see. your 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 wife and two kids might have some questions if you're yeah. staying at the hotel overnight <laughs> It's no good yes uh martin morelli is our guest he is the executive chef at uh the four seasons minneapolis what's the what's the biggest thing that maybe people think about a sh- an executive chef at a uh Luxury upscale hotel that is wrong. Wow. Um, is it? Do they think you live there? We, we spend a lot of time there for sure. Yes, But, but you no, don't, no, you no don't more than, live
3: than there. everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like sometimes there
0: are these TV shows where like people. There there are these Disney Channel shows where, like... We don't scream that much. We don't yell at people. (laughs) Oh, you don't don't yell? We don't do any of that, no. Your kitchen... Well, the kitchen in Mara is mostly open. It is. But you have another kitchen for... We have two more. Because
3: you have to do room service. Yeah, we do room service. We have banquet. We have full floor. The second floor is all banquet events. So we have a full banquet kitchen. And then the fourth floor, we have that uh, kitchen up there,
0: too. Do people ever make, like, really bizarre requests? Um... I mean, obviously, Aww. people have health and uh, different reasons. People that don't know, have. and they ask, they
3: ask for stuff like but we don't have in the menu because they assume we will have them. But, oh. but that was that's as weird as that's weir- that, that's that, as, that.
0: as weird as weird gets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christmas, you guys are open. Yeah, we are open twenty four and twenty five. Yes, we are. We have so uh, Christmas Eve. If people are looking, because I've had some people message me like, "Hey, I'm looking for a place to go on Christmas yeah, Eve or Christmas for Day." Sure.
3: So we uh, we have a brunch. We have a brunch uh, for, for lunch in Mara, and then we have a dinner buffet also in Mara.
0: Uh, we also open in Nordic Villa but we are sold out already. Isn't it interesting? I, and over your career, you've been at Four Seasons since... 2003, yes. People didn't used to go out so much on, on Christmas and Thanksgiving.
3: That that's, changes a lot uh, depending yeah. on where we are. Like uh, mm. in California, the holidays are uh, normally a huge day. We, we will double the amount of covers on a normal day. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I, and I think here we're kind of carving our our... It's changed. Yeah, you know, it is big changing. Time.
3: Yeah. We we definitely be said in the last year. Uh, as
0: yeah. soon as you do it once, you realize like how nice it is, yes. you know.
3: We take care of everything. You just come and enjoy with your family and uh, we will cook, cook for you and make sure you have a great time.
0: Uh, the Great Northern is coming up. Yes. Which is, is such a neat event. Yes. Uh, it's it's sort of a celebration of the outdoors uh hopefully there'll be a little bit of, more of a chill in the air than what yes. we have right now yes. but you guys have a really interesting event
3: yeah we're doing a um the winter's table we're doing a dinner at um um that's in february 1st we're releasing the uh, the reservations are released already um um uh, uh, chef sebastian is going to come he's, he's from C- sweden uh we're going to do a four course uh, uh dinner uh, it's gonna be an outside inside event we, we we start at the Nordic Villa with drinks and um uh, continue in,
0: the, in Mara with with the prefix menu that's pretty cool yeah it's gonna be fun do you like i mean do you what's your favorite thing to cook um i i i just it just goes in waves I
3: just obsess about something and I have to cook it over and over until I kind of get a grip of it um but I, I like to Anything that I can make from from zero.
2: Hmm.
3: Uh, so, I, I mean, I like to grill a lot outside. So anything that I can barbecue outside.
0: When you're at home, you, your kids are how old? Uh, eight and nine, yes. A- eight and nine. We barbecue quite a bit. We you, try to grill barbecue. outside,
3: yeah. They, they they get excited about that. So I try to get the kettle out and grill.
0: When you, when you look at your, you know, you're originally from Montevideo, have worked at the Four Seasons since 2000. What was your first job? I,
3: all, I had some jobs before, but my, my first formal job with pay, being on a payroll was at the Four Seasons. Uh, so, uh, that was the summer that I finished culinary school. I went on vacations to Carmelo. That's where the Four Seasons used to be. Um, and then uh, they had started up uh, a program where they will hire uh, three chefs, three uh, cook apprentices. Right. And they will train them through a year. Uh, so I, I was hired there. And um I did a front of house, back of the house, purchasing, um, and it kind of was spoke to all departments. Huh. That was the first year, and then
0: what's what's your favorite thing about the job, about what you do now?
3: Uh, the people, uh, just just just. Uh, four season is, is a, such the focus on the people is, is so big, and it just it just feels good, uh, and 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 I guess that's when an environment where I thrive. Like I, I like to take care uh. of people and. And it's cool. just, just, yeah, get to know so many different people from all over. There's always people from all over the world working in, at the hotels. So that's that's uh, great. I love that.
0: Martin Morelli is the executive chef of the Four Seasons Hotel in Minneapolis, uh, which I think it's part of why I wanted you in is to remind people that you don't have to be staying at the hotel to go drink at the bar or yes, eat at the restaurant or definitely. go to the, I mean. It's, it's a half of, uh, definitely, it's a half of hospitality, but... Also good food. and yeah. uh, it's, it's, We always ask our guests their favorite places to go in town. Uh, give me three restaurants that you enjoy. Um, I still love Spoon and Stable. Uh, yeah. I know
3: that's close to us because of Gavin, but that was the first restaurant I went, and I keep coming back. Cause Gavin just, would, sc-
0: if you didn't say that, Gavin would scream. No, I don't think He's so. He's a very diminutive man, but he no, his
3: uh, rage. It's it's just the vibe the vibe of <laughs> that restaurant and it is, everything about it, it, it the, the, the open kitchen, notch. the bar. And just, I know. Just awesome. Yep. They have a little spot uh, by Plymouth where I live. Uh, there's uh it's called Peg, uh, Peg's Country uh, Countryside oh, Cafe. Oh, Peg's Countryside. Yeah. So uh. I, I, go with my kids there a lot. I mean, I don't go a lot, but we, we, that's, every special location we, we can, we great. go. That's great. We love. And then, any good bakery around around this, the, the the city that we have a, a few. We have uh, so many good bakeries, yeah, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy that a lot too. It gets
0: cold. We need we need carbs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I love bread. So. Any anywhere there's good bread and good pastries, I oh, love that. I love bread too, man. If I could just eat the way I want to eat all the time, it'd just be. Bread City, <laughs> just the, all the pastry. You brought me some pastries. Yes. That is trouble, yep. is what that is. Martin, um, really fun to visit with you. Thanks Thank for you. coming. I appreciate in. It. Go check out uh, Chef Martin Morelli's work. Don't be afraid. I'm telling you, like the price points, it's the same as any really good restaurant. And you, can, uh, the cafe, the coffee shop, all of that. It's work, and then you get to brag to your friends. Oh wow, I went to the Four Seasons. Very fancy. <laughs> Thanks, Martine. Thank you so much. Four thirty one. We'll take a break. Traffic and weather coming up. And uh, I want to talk about this debate about a sleep divorce. Cameron Diaz uh, said not only does she recommend sleeping in a different bed from your spouse, she suggests having a separate house. (laughs) My wife suggested that to me earlier today, but I don't think that was was more of a, a momentary issue. Well, I don't know. Drive time back in a minute. this morning I woke up to this sound it was not uh, it was not the alarm in the other room it was not Sammy's alarm okay which? Because Sam never wakes up with his alarm. We did buy him an alarm clock with a an attachment that literally vibrates his bed yeah. to try to wake him up.
2: Yeah. Uh, that still doesn't work?
0: It works. Yeah, it's pretty effective. It okay. wakes me up because his headboard <laughs> bangs against the wall. Brrr. This morning's was my wife's stomach growling. Oh, my. Sometimes she's awoken by whatever noises I might be making in the night.
2: You just, you just never know.
0: You never know. You don't. Know. Is it snoring? Sometimes. Hopefully. Yeah, that's the best of the, the options. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got it way worse than me. Without question. Important to just categorize our marriage that way. Just name it. She's got it. it worse than me.
2: Just, you know, let it be what it is.
0: Yes. But no matter how challenging our sleeping environment gets, and as we get older, it gets, it changes. I could never imagine sleeping in a different room, in a different, now my stomach's grown. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about it, now okay, like, well, par-
2: talking about it, but there's also the, the pastries. There is a box of pastries. Chef Martin left for you, so.
0: I I could never imagine sleeping in a different room. Cameron Diaz, who, by the way, Cameron Diaz is still part of the conversation in this world, I guess. What's the last time, like, when's the last time we heard from Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz, the actress, was in this interview. She's married to this guy, Benji Madden, who is, have you heard of the band Good Charlotte? Maybe, maybe not. Yes. Yeah. Benji uh, is in good Charlotte. So Cameron Diaz, who is 51 and still gorgeous, is married to a rock star. And this is how America should work. But this is not how things should work. Her quote. To me, I would literally, I have my house. You have yours. We have the family house in the middle. So, like, you'd have, <laughs> like, on your compound, as, as you do when you're Cameron Diaz, uh, but the idea of a you have a separate quarters, a family house in the middle, I go sleep in my room, you go sleep in your room, I'm fine. We have a bedroom in the middle. Here is her quote. And we have a bedroom in the middle that we can convene in for our relations. <laughs> sounds really romantic <laughs> honey is it time to convene yet the idea of a sleep divorce to me is absolutely crazy but i know for a lot of you it makes sense i'd love to hear about it at six five one four six one nine two two six and if it were socially acceptable if you didn't have to explain this to anybody else, would you, in fact, want a literally separate quarters, like a separate I know saying a separate house, uh, I think, isn't painting the exact picture. But you think of like, I don't know, like these he sheds and she sheds that people sometimes have in the backyard. What if you had. A literally separate, you know, be connected by a uh, uh, Skyway, I don't know. <laughs> In California, it's probably nice enough all year round, so no big deal.
2: I thought it was con- uh, connected by the convening room,
0: the convening room in the middle with the rest of the house. You know, your your kitchen, your kids' bedroom, maybe, and and then and then the love den, the convening, the, the marital relations room. Some of you are doing this. This idea of a sleep divorce gets a fair amount of coverage because I think it's designed to get people like me say what. More than a third of Americans say they occasionally or consistently sleep in another room from their partner. Now, to me, what I find most interesting about this is like on a logical level, you can understand. Well, frankly, on a logical level, it doesn't make a lot of sense why we sleep in the same bed. Somebody's always hogging the covers. Somebody's snoring. Somebody's rolling around. Somebody wakes up early. I used to wake up at, at 2.30 in the morning. And that was probably the number one question when I was anchoring the no- morning news that people would ask my wife. Like, oh, how do you, how do you sleep while well, he's waking up and showering and getting dressed? And I think many of you uh, could tell that I got dressed in the dark. There were multiple occasions where I grabbed the wrong Suit pants with the wrong suit coat. Because I was trying to be, you know, as less obtrusive as possible. The idea of a separate bed, I guess. So the logic of it is that you'd sleep better, right? The negative of it is, like, from my standpoint, like... You'd have to sort of plan to go to the convening room, right? Like, there's no chance of the spontaneous, like, the moment hits you and it's go time. I will say the unrealistic hope that on any given night it might be go time is what keeps me alive. It keeps me going. I, I, you never know. Every night when it's bedtime, it's a time to rest. It's a time to restore. But it's also a moment of unlimited possibility.
2: Well, there's all kinds of different <laughs> restoration that can be happening.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> I I would not want to take that away. I would not want to take that away. Jason, Tamara says, I've been single the majority of my adult life. I don't know if I would ever get good sleep if I regularly shared a bed. That is super interesting. Now you're you're in that boat.
2: I'm in that same kind of boat.
0: Do you old. think about that like Well, I mean, I, mean, I... I don't sit around going, you know, <laughs> <laughs> wonder uh, what it would be like. But but in terms of Do you think I, you'd struggle sleeping with someone? I think else? I probably would, yeah. In the same bed. Yeah. So. yeah. I bet I bet it would be a major Like I what size is your bed?
2: In. Well, it's a king-size bed.
0: Oh. So even more difficult. Like, I'm in a queen-size bed. Yeah. My wife does... Ah, that's what I should have got for Christmas. A king-size bed? Yeah. Yeah. She... That's, I think, her favorite thing about going to a hotel. The, the king-size the bed. bed. Yeah.
2: So she's just trying to get as far away from you as humanly possible? Is mm. that the,
0: hadn't, hadn't thought of it that way, well, but... I it, mean... You're... You may be right. Jason, about 10 years ago, one texter says, my wife were fortunate enough to move... From the queen size bed to a king size bed, it really helped our sleeping. So, not everybody has the room uh, to have the king sure. size
2: bed. Uh, technically, I don't. My bedroom in my one bedroom apartment is not very large, and the bed
0: yeah that, like, takes like, up most of like, the yeah, room, right? Portion of it, yeah. Would a would a designer look at your room and have a heart attack? Like it's way oh, too yeah. much, way too much
2: bed. Oh, oh yeah, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. That would be that would be a bad idea to even bring a designer within. A thousand <laughs> feet of my apartment, I would be.
0: It's sort of a, what a they start. Sh- they start shaking. What a ridiculous question, Dan. If you happen to have a designer well, look, <laughs> in so your house, at the other job,
2: uh, one of the one of the girls I work with at the church, um, yep. who does a lot of our executive stuff, uh, also has a gig on the side where she comes in, organizes people's houses. Oh yeah, right. I mean that's cool. And uh, I, I would joke with her all the time. I mean, she wouldn't even get to the door, and she'd start having palpitations. Yeah. She saw my place because it is just kind of a clutter fest. So.
0: Right. I sleep on the couch during the week, says a texter at 651 uh, 461 I hope it's a comfortable couch. Because he drives and he's a light sleeper. I join him on weekends. First of all, that's so nice, right? Yeah. Like being considerate considerate of your partner. May, may, that That is a good, hmm. I think that makes sense. That makes sense to me. What it it comes
2: down to is everybody's dynamic is different, right, as a couple. And so, you know, you talk about all the possibilities late in the evening, but maybe there's possibilities at other times for other people. And late in the evening, it just needs to be about sleep, right? I mean, I'm saying there's ways ways you can
0: make it work. I do think that the level of intentionality you have to bring to your relationship if you, in fact, have chosen a sleep divorce is significant. Like, you need to intentionally, because it is, especially after you've been together for a long time, it's like you can be tired. You can be overwhelmed with parenting responsibilities, stressed out about work. And at, the longer you're married, the less kind of... uh you know for if you're not intentional about, about having about convening uh ultimately one person is is going to be upset about that unless both of you are like hey eh. no need to convene but it re- will require a lot of communication to make sure like you're on the same page about this stuff well, are we yeah. still doing okay sleeping in a separate space
2: if you're used to if if you've gone a certain stretch of time with you know sleeping with your partner and then yeah. suddenly, you know, one of the partners goes, hey, you know what I think we should do. That's probably not a bad thing to just spring on somebody. I mean, there's, right. there's a lot of conversations and a lot of talks that have to happen before something like that comes yeah. down. But I think, like I said, there's so many different dynamics in how relationships work together that,
0: maybe, you know, for you some, make for it some work.
2: folks, they would go, yeah, this is an obvious
0: idea. Why wouldn't we do this?" Yeah. A third of people, though, occasionally doing it. I'm, I'm just surprised. That is a, a much higher number than than I would have expected. I sleep on the couch almost every night. I wake and don't want to wake my handsome husband. Well, super nice. I, tonight, will go to sleep with delusions of unlimited possibilities. (laughs) 4.50 back in a minute on CCF. So we're not going to have a white Christmas. The Star Tribune has a couple ideas for you if you'd like to experience a little bit of a white Christmas. The snow, right? Uh, one option is seeing a snow monster. Have you seen this weird uh, Yeti thing that Midtown Global Market has?
2: Do not say this, I have.
0: It's uh, weird. It's uh, made by an artist, it's uh, named Eddie McYeti. It's a. Something else are
2: you going to name the yeti?
0: Friendly northern snow creature. So so go visit. I mean, Midtown Global Market is good enough. Yeah, I mean, you just go. There you don't anyway. need a yeti, but I think go. Well, as long as you're there. So there's a little bit. Uh, you could uh, shake a snow globe. They say. Well. Yeah, that's something. Thank you for that, Star Tribune. Strap on your skis or snowboard. Sure, you go to Highland Hills or Afton Alps or Buck Hill. Sure. Welch Village. I'm not going to do that. No, me either. Since I don't know how to ski. Yeah, that would be. Now, this is appealing. Make your own snow. So think about your family, your host in Christmas. If you could rent a snowmaking machine, how cool would it be to, like, have your front yard covered in snow? Wouldn't that be cool? Sure. You don't seem enthused by No.
2: It. No, because then I'm, I'm imagining the kids dragging me out to uh, build a snowman or a fort or whatever. and You can't... I'd end up injuring myself somehow is basically what I'm worried about.
0: You cannot ski on this made snow. You can't make snowballs. Uh, but the snowmaker, there's a, a company called Snow at Home. So <laughs> they're based in Connecticut there so you could uh buy one it's like 500 bucks but you could rent a snow machine from this company uh special fx rentals in woodbury okay the the snow machine looks a little like a fog like sure like a fog machine and i think it just uh i don't know how much it's going to accumulate <laughs> <laughs> But now who sounds a little dubious. Now I'm a little dubious. Yeah. Uh there is the five hundred dollar version, like dep- the more you spend, the more snow you get. So there's a one hundred seventy five version that looks like a fog, just like it sends up the the flurries. Or you could spend the big bucks on on up to five hundred bucks to rent. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun, I gotta be honest. Or am you, I gonna am know, I gonna do it? No.
2: Just you know, live with the brown Christmas. It's not the end of the world.
0: Well, where's we had the, 93 where's the fun? inches of
2: snow last year. I, you know,
0: yeah, give it a break. That's fine. Just like, yeah, bring out a picture. It's fine. Remember last yeah. year? <laughs> Call it a day. CBS coming up.